0: Hi, my name's Annabelle Cox, and welcome to this episode of Abortion Chats podcast, where we talk about the icky, the not-so-nice, and we're here to give you some great advice. So, listen along throughout this season as we have some great guests come onto the show with some very contrasting opinions and experiences with abortion. So, whether you've never had an abortion before, you have, or you don't even know what an abortion is, get comfortable get a cup of tea, and listen along in this judgment-free zone. We're so excited you're here. Hi, Varuni. Thanks for coming in today. I'm so glad that you're here. First interview, really, of the series. We had a short interview yesterday um, from a male's perspective, but we're so glad that you're here.
1: Thank you for having me. I love to share my experience with you.
0: Oh, that's so exciting to hear about everything that you've been through because I don't actually know too much about you. What do you do now?
1: so currently uh, i'm working full time as a marketing professional
0: cool cool and you're in brisbane
1: yes i completed my graduation this year and i've been working for over a year now
0: wow that's so exciting for you and you're loving it have you got a partner at the moment uh no currently i'm single that's so good um so you had an abortion experience when you were how old uh, when I was 16.
1: 16, I was still in high school.
0: Yeah, Yeah, still in high school. How far were you from graduating?
1: I had, I think, a year and a half. Yeah. And I was fairly young then.
0: Yeah, I bet. I bet it. When you're 16, it feels like you know everything. But then when you look back, it's like, oh, I was so naive, right?
1: Yeah. yeah at school, I thought that I had my life under control, but uh, not really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you were still in India, right? Yes.
1: So I did my schooling in New Delhi. Mm-hmm. That's where from where I'm from, uh, and that's where I went to school.
0: Right. And then, how old were you when you moved to Brisbane? Uh I was 20 right. when I moved to Brisbane. And you just came for uni? Yes, so good. So I did
1: 4 years of undergrad and now I'm 24 working here now.
0: Wow, great. Um so you found out you were pregnant, um you're 16. What was your initial reaction?
1: Um honestly, I I was in a relationship uh, with a boy uh and we were in a relationship for roughly under a year mm-hmm. and I wasn't expecting to get pregnant but then I skipped my period and I mm-hmm. thought that wasn't normal but I usually skip my period so I thought it wasn't anything concerning yeah but I did a test I didn't go to a doctor I just did a test uh, and I did it alone I didn't do it with my partner yeah so um I wasn't expecting anything dramatic yeah but then I didn't even know how to read the test like I was looking <laughs> up online how to read a test and what does line really indicate yeah so uh turns out I got pregnant yeah and I was shocked like yeah I mean at 16 you're not really expecting to be pregnant no of course not I didn't I mean if I had to remember that time, I don't think it was a happy memory at all. Yeah. Because it was very traumatizing because I didn't know what to do. I felt yeah. helpless.
0: So would you say abortion was like the first thing in your mind? Was that your first option or was it kind of like, oh yeah, that's an option? Um, Honestly, it didn't come to my mind immediately.
1: I just thought of a person living inside me and I didn't really know what was happening. Yeah. So no, abortion wasn't the first idea but that idea I think developed with time
0: yeah. yeah yeah so did you tell your parents straight away
1: uh no uh it took me around two days to tell them I yeah. told my partner immediately Yeah. Uh, I called him up and I was like can you be here with me I didn't tell him over a call so when he was physically there with me I just shared with him and I started crying oh, and no. he was crying and then he, I don't know like back then I thought that he really wanted a kid because he took it way better than I did. But he didn't tell me in clear words that he yeah. wanted a baby. And um, I thought we were, we were, he was a year older. So right. he was 17 then. And he was a kid. And I was a kid. I was much younger. I was 16. And um, I thought that we weren't prepared. None of us want a baby right now. Too much pressure. And most of, I mean, the fact that that really made me want to bought the kid eventually, was the fact that we were in school. I was in a convent school. So convent school is a very religious girl school and was a private school in India. So um, the idea of sex before marriage wasn't much appreciated. Yeah. And it was very looked down upon. I mean, I don't really know if girls even were in a physical relationship of any sorts, but it was very looked down upon. Yeah. Even though uh, my family was very open with the idea. I come from a very open minded, very socially accepting family.
0: Oh that's good. Yeah.
1: And most families in India aren't like that. Yeah,
0: most families in India are yeah, really they, conservative. They right? are
1: right. Yeah. So not from a family side but within the school premise, and also with my friends and staff members. Like it was the school that Yeah, really you didn't want to feel
0: it. the pressure and feel yeah. like you were being judged. Yeah. yeah. Like I felt like
1: oh this is not acceptable. I shouldn't mm-hmm. and I i don't know if it was the right decision like do i have a regret maybe but
0: yeah yeah so did you do any sex Uh ed i know you In a convent school, they wouldn't really do any sex ed, right? No, not that I remember of. So, So what would you say to sixteen-year-old? What would you say to someone, a little girl? Yeah. Okay. So, do you think, if you Mm -hmm. had this experience, Uh, it's it's kind of a pattern that I'm hearing? uh, Uh, Do you think, if you had valuable sex ed, the outcome would have been different? Definitely. But I think,
1: if I knew because of what the people would have thought of me at that time, how girlfriends uh, With like court. contraception, like, and yeah. I was scared of judgment. But, but like, definitely receive advice, and especially to have a baby at yeah. that parents, age, I would sisters have sisters totally and did something. I, People, I, you would really not value something. their opinion, yeah. right? Because yeah. right. my parents and my sisters and my brothers were really supportive, and they wanted me to keep the baby. Uh, but I disregarded their opinion, and yeah. I, considering my situation now, I think I should have taken the advice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, obviously, you don't want to be taking everyone's advice because everyone is going to have an opinion, right? Yeah. But people who you would normally take advice from, I guess, taking advice and, and hearing their opinion is super valuable.
1: True. And you do receive a lot of advice left, right and centre. And it's not really the best advice. But I think I think just go with your gut because my gut was telling me to keep the baby, but I didn't.
0: Yeah. So that's a regret for you now.
1: It is. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's all right. We all live with regrets, but it's a... it's guilt guilt kills but i'm glad that you've moved past that so you said you were in a relationship at the time right yeah so he was older than you you said
1: yes he was 17 i was 16 we were in a relationship for under a year and after i mean he was supportive he was a very loving partner mm-hmm. we had a great relationship but once i decided to abort the baby um i mean it was a complete it was a decision. That I made on my own. Mm. I just wish that he had a say as well. Yeah. Because he he was like... Uh, I mean, he didn't really have any opinion. Yeah. He completely trusted me with my opinion. But I think he should have also mentioned his opinion back yeah, then. Yeah, what he thought. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then he never really said it in clear words. And now that I think, I think he wanted to keep the baby... But after the abortion, we did have a healthy relationship for a brief period, but then we ended up fighting quite a lot. It was a very not so healthy environment. I mean, we were, we really like each other as friends now, but it was not the best relationship after we aborted.
0: Do you think that your boyfriend's, if your boyfriend had said, I really want to support you and I really want to help you, like support this baby, do you think? That his opinion would have changed your mind?
1: Definitely, yeah. I think because once you get confidence from someone else's confidence, you you're bound to make a different decision.
0: Yeah, of he course. didn't
1: give me that confidence, and I'm not blaming him for that. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't confident either. So if he would have said it in his clear words that oh, let's do it, and I think I would have been okay with that. Wow,
0: really? That's that's really interesting because I've heard a lot of stories that are like, no, I just don't. Don't care about what he has to say. This is a decision that I need to make myself. And I, well, I think that's super valid for a lot of girls, Yeah, our society is really like, to quote Rachel Green, no uterus, no opinion. So what's your opinion? Do you think that males should have an opinion if they have gotten a girl pregnant? Definitely, I think, um
1: it's not an individual decision to make I mean girls do have the right to make the decision and to make the end call but I think their boyfriends or their partner should have an equal say yeah
0: yeah I and think it can be I super mean, yeah. super hard for males especially if they want to keep the baby right and it's really disregarding their
1: opinion is also not very healthy I think yeah of so course. definitely I think bringing into consideration what they have to say about it is I do.
0: Right. So did he support you through the abortion process? Was he there for you the whole time?
1: Yes, he was. But, I mean, he was struggling with his own mental health at that period. We didn't really have a very good mental health individually and as a couple. But he was there for me, yes.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. And so while you were struggling with that, um, before you'd made the decision to have the abortion and throughout your pregnancy... Um, what was your family like? Do you have tell me about your family as well? Alright. So, um uh, my
1: parents were really supportive. Uh they're still together. Yeah. And I have two brothers, two mm-hmm. elder brothers and I have a twin sister. All of them were really supportive. Uh but especially my twin. She uh didn't want me to abort. She wanted me to raise the baby and they I mean through the acts, through their words and their constant presence in my life they made it very clear that they were with me in the process mm. and i don't know like what maybe it was like i wasn't listening to them like i was hearing them but i wasn't listening to them yeah so uh, i think i should have considered the opinion yeah. on this but
0: it also would make it harder if you were pretty set on having an abortion like you'd made your mind up and so you weren't listening to them you were hearing them but that would make it harder because you were hearing, I want you to keep the baby, I want you to yeah. keep the baby. So it just makes... It's like you're digging a hole and people are throwing soil back in at you.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: so that that would have been super hard for you. It but was. But you were and pretty... I, I
1: kind of created, like, a very weird defense mechanism. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, it's my call, it's my body, I'll be the person taking, like, raising the kid and... Um, Getting all kinds of judgment from society. Yeah. Even though, like, my parents were supportive, but I was concerned about others and their idea. Yeah.
0: And me. Yeah. Well, but- that's totally valid though, because those those mechanisms are totally totally valid and true. It is your body. It is. But yeah, sometimes you just get stuck in that. It's it's my decision. It's my decision. I've made my decision, and it's right. like, it's, it's kind of like a thing that you follow like a path, and it just gets windier and windier. It does. Um. So you are so for your boyfriend Were so for your boyfriend having a say but he didn't when you actually um got to the process of having an abortion did he come with you did he support you like on the actual procedure uh yes
1: he was constantly there for me i remember once we were visiting the clinic and um it's very, it was a very daunting experience cuz you see all these post posters and videos playing in the clinic about not aborting the kid and it was very challenging and somewhat traumatizing for us as a couple yeah and we saw videos of babies saying i mean in the embryo stage to not kill them and we felt like murderers back then but then at that time i thought it was the right call to to do
0: yeah and i think 16 is so young and I think it's just the start of that time where your friends are your family. Right. And so you're, and your friends are everything and your opinions and your worth is based on what your friends think of you and what teenagers think of you. So taking that on is just like a massive change in who you are. And if you weren't ready to take that on I can totally see 16 year old anyone being like no I don't want to change my personality for this I'm not ready to do that but
1: the weird thing is we were concerned about their opinions and their judgment if we didn't get an abortion but surprisingly once we got the abortion it just it wasn't the same we still had like a lot of judgment and People said all kinds of weird things behind our back as a couple that why did we kill a baby and we should have raised the baby. So I think it's... It's like sp- a lose-lose yeah, double-edged was- sword. Exactly,
0: yeah. yeah. So I guess the guilt of not doing what your family and friends were wanting you to do by keeping the baby would have been a big factor, but also the abortion would have been a big factor of guilt for you. Which one do you think weighed more heavily on your mental health or... What do you think caused the most hurt in your life?
1: Um, Honestly, abortion was a very quick process. Like, once the decision's made, it's a very technical process. Yeah. But emotionally, what hurts me the most, even till date, uh, is the experience that I had with a lot of peers and family members and their words. Yeah. Uh, You can't take those words back. And it's so piercing Uh, I still remember, uh, my twin really wanted me to keep my baby and, um, she even brought, um, baby clothes to persuade my decision, but, uh, and she was really harsh.
0: That's that's so manipulative. I know. Oh no. I bet that was so traumatizing. It
1: was, and she's the closest person to me, and even now we have a very good relationship, Mm -hmm. but it was very, it was traumatizing, like, that's the word, and, um... Uh, I remember I realized that I was pregnant very early on. So I had almost like 10 weeks of people telling me that you're doing wrong. And a constant reminder of you doing something wrong is never nice. Yeah. And I, I think um, the guilt is associated with the words that you l- listen constantly. Yeah. So I think, yes, constant getting reminded of the fact that you're doing something wrong by people is some more daunting than the actual yeah, process of, of course.
0: Words hurt. You know the saying I remember my granddad saying it to me constantly as I was growing up. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Right. I just I look back on that and words hurt words sting and they can hurt more than sticks and stones like mental health is and emotional well-being is so so important and yeah words can never be taken back and you can say sorry to someone but that imprint of what you've said to them is still there so I totally I can't believe your twin sister was that yes that eager for you to keep your baby and Obviously, she just wanted the best for you. But... I know.
1: And she. I think she was coming from a place of concern. Like, she saw me realizing it later that I should have kept the baby and yeah. I should have followed her advice. But at that point, it just only made sense.
0: Yeah. So when she was realizing that you were kind of realizing that she was right – Do you think she started acting differently or was she...
1: Yes, she was more softer with her choice of words (laughs) and she wasn't really manipulative. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she definitely changed. Yeah,
0: well, I guess realisation is the first step, eh? It is. Yeah, that's that's good that she realised that she maybe was a little bit harsh.
1: And at that point, you can't really tell a person that, oh, because I was getting told that I'm doing something terribly wrong, so you can't tell the other person, oh, your words are hurting me because... That will
0: seem insignificant at that point. At that point. Yeah, totally, totally agree. So looking back, without changing the fact that you had an abortion, what actions would you have changed? What, like, in conversation with people, would you have told as many people as you did? Would you have told more people?
1: Um, I think I should have kept it to myself, my partner and my family, like, people who value... who who are valuable to me and I shouldn't have cared about other people or even my classmates opinion like now who am I in touch with I'm not in like a solid relationship with my classmates or my teachers or the environment that I was in back then so definitely um, value the opinion of your loved ones and definitely take that into consideration which I clearly did not (laughs) and I have a major guilt for
0: that yeah did you um so, you told a few of your friends at school?
1: Yeah. So, I, I was a very social person and I was also the captain of the school. Oh, okay. So, and also, my boyfriend was very social and we had a lot of friends. So, I was in a girl's school, he was in a boy's school, but we, it was kind of like a sister-brother school. Right. I mean, not technically, yeah. but like a boy's version of our yeah. girl's school. Yeah. So, uh, we were kind of like really... Into the social circle. Right. So it just really made sense, and at that point, you really want to share every detail of your life with your friends. Yeah. And you don't realize how fast they spread and how yeah. negative connotation Teenagers
0: spread information and gossip like wildfire. Did it, did everyone end up finding out, or was it kept in your circle?
1: Uh, mostly everyone found out, and also i was kind of scared about the fact that if i happen to keep the baby they'll see it eventually yeah like, like my body will change yeah and people will talk so it only made sense to tell mm-hmm. people but i didn't realize that it was a very early decision to make
0: yeah yeah i think yeah, teenagers are so so social and it's so dangerous how quickly their information can be spread True. and
1: all the information shared isn't always right. Yes. It's mostly rumors. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: Did your information get changed at all? Is there any rumor stories that you have? Yes, I do. Like, uh,
1: people started spreading stuff like it wasn't actually my partner's baby it was someone else's baby and it was just so weird like a registering the fact that i'm pregnant and b people questioning whose kid is that oh no so it was very challenging
0: yeah i bet oh that would have been so difficult i couldn't even imagine putting myself in that situation i know and now
1: like i've kind of like i have a smile
0: on but back then it felt like the end of the world yeah I bet it did because what's worst case scenario for a 16 year old girl like that seems like seems like it and you pulled through yeah I'm glad I did I mean
1: back then it
0: didn't feel like I could have
1: yeah but I'm
0: here now yeah you are here now and (laughs) obviously you've done so many excellent things I mean you told me before that you went to London and you've done some great things with your life that obviously you not obviously, but you may not have been able to do it if you had a child. So that's great, yeah. but obviously. But I think it was also a like, coping
1: mechanism of some sorts. Like, right. I was escaping like my thoughts and my guilt. So I always kept myself busy. Yeah. But in the back of my head, I always have that guilt.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I totally, I totally understand what you mean. And no amount of success will replace that. But, yeah. you know, keeping yourself busy and putting yourself out there is always a good way to just keep it keep you going Mm -hmm. and is that what you think you did for the rest of school you just because I know you did really well in high school you just tried to succeed as much as you can
1: yeah so um after I bought the baby Mm -hmm. uh I mean while I was in the process of it I just channelized my energy into academics extracurricular activities and I didn't really I mean, surprisingly, I didn't care about what people were saying behind my back Mm. or even to my face. And uh, it just made me stronger. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I think that realization should have come a bit sooner. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So do you think your mental health was worse leading up to the procedure when those rumors were going around? Or do you think it was after the procedure when you were second guessing and the rumors were still happening? But what do you think was before or after?
1: I think it was after because yeah. uh, the deed's done. I mean, you're not pregnant anymore. The baby's not inside you. But after, like after the entire process of it, you're dealing with like the guilt and yeah. also people constantly reminding you of the fact that you did something wrong. So I think it's the um, aftermath that's yeah. more daunting than the actual process.
0: Yeah, totally. Did many people from your school ask you about like explicitly come up to you and ask yes
1: and i mean they were pretty shameless about it like Mm. i wouldn't go to a person and ask about their experience because i know i mean personally i know it was it's really challenging Mm. but students be it like in my in the same grade as me or younger would come up to me and ask oh what made you do that and how do you feel about it and it was a very like a reminder constant reminder which i did, didn't want to be reminded of.
0: Yeah. Did you have any girls, um or even guys who were in the like who were planning on having an abortion or not sure? Actually, come to you seeking advice. Yes.
1: Yeah, so there was this girl. Uh, she wanted my opinion, and um, I just told her to just go with her gut feeling back then as well. I was yeah. like, don't listen to what other people are saying around you. I mean, go with your gut feeling, and also believe in the value believe in the opinion of the people you value the most
0: yeah yeah that's that's good so did do you know she ended up having the abortion
1: i, I think she kept the baby okay i think yeah she's still with the boyfriend they're a happy family now
0: oh that's sweet that's yeah. good outcome good outcome yeah and was she your age as well in school she was
1: a year younger okay so yeah
0: so did you see how um how the school girls i guess you went to an all-girls school dealt with her being pregnant in school did she drop out of school while she was pregnant
1: I think uh she did not she was enrolled in the school entirely I mean I think she did hear a lot of backlash like everyone else did with me as well but eventually everybody was very supportive of her decision And I
0: saw, like, people gifting her stuff and baby products, and it was kind of nice. Also, teenage girls with babies, it's like, oh, they're so cute. But it's just, like, teenage girls are so unpredictable with their, you know, like, bitchiness levels. Like, oh, my gosh, did you hear she's pregnant? But then, oh, my gosh, this baby's so cute. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. So, um, when the time came for you to have the procedure and you were setting your decision... On the day, how were you feeling? Were you having second thoughts? Were you, no, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to, like, in psyching yourself out? I think
1: I was numb.
0: Like, Mm. I
1: don't have any recollection of that process entirely. Oh, really? Yeah, because I I didn't feel anything because I was so exhausted mentally with the entire process. I I think I said earlier it was approximately 10 weeks of people addressing to me and also a self reminder that am I doing the right thing is it a bad decision will it cost me anything in the future not financially but obviously societal norms and emotional pressure yeah and also will I be in a relationship with my partner after this all kinds of questions and plus
0: plus, pregnancy hormones right yeah Yeah. and they're real Yeah. yeah so did you um do much googling I feel like our world now is just Google to see what you're gonna do,
1: yeah, right, from taking that test to uh, up till making a decision to bought the kid. I think I did quite a lot of research, yeah. so um I found out it was pretty safe, yeah, uh, I mean there wasn't like anything challenging scientifically yeah or, about like, the actual yeah, procedure yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah,
1: but so yeah, I was constantly on the website on the internet googling stuff
0: yeah that's why i'm hoping this podcast will help people because i know that it's such frantic research sometimes. And I just really want people to be able to hear real right. stories. And there
1: are some things you can't really ask a doctor. So you just like look it up. And I think there are actual facts on the website. I mean, yeah. you need like reassurance from a doctor, obviously. Yeah. Like you can't believe everything that's on the internet. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a com- like I did use internet as a comforting blanket. Yeah. I wanted
0: answers. It's such a touchy subject in real life. but behind a screen people can just share their hearts so right. I find that the internet is so much more of an open place when it's it comes to touchy subjects True. so you mentioned before that there were um posters or videos or something inside the clinic saying not to kill the baby or something like that was it what was the deal with that were there any pro-life campaigners around the clinic or anything like that no so uh I don't
1: think it Uh, We do have a lot of pro-life campaigns in India, but those posters that I'm talking about was right outside the clinic, like as soon as you enter, you see those campaigns. I mean, those posters as a reminder to not do what you're planning to do. And wow, that's really. I still have nightmares about those posters. Really, were they were they really like graphic? Very explicit, very graphic, and I mean they were. I mean they were doing their job. They were hitting the target market where right, <laughs> yeah. where they should be. So uh,
0: I yeah, guess from a marketing perspective <laughs> as right. well. That's really hitting the target yeah. audience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's really really harsh, and I've spoken to and read about a lot of stories where that can be the most traumatic part. Is pro-life campaigners and pro-life signs with someone who's just made that decision, a really, really hard decision. And that's what's coming out. But I'm glad you didn't have any experience with actual campaigners. I mean, for
1: me, looking at those posters was
0: was, uh, bad enough. Imagine
1: talking to people about like keeping the baby.
0: And I'm sure they do manage to change a lot of minds. I'm
1: sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Really terrifying. So do you think after having the abortion and, your whole abortion process, do you think that's changed your mind about having kids in the future?
1: Um, I mean, I do consider a lot and I am scared of the fact that, uh, will I be a good, do I have maternal instincts? Will I be a good mother after what I've experienced? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm kind of like delaying the process. Yeah. Not that I'm in a relationship at this point, but I think I'm really, really considering if I should be a mother, considering what I did in my past. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it does affect your decision-making process.
0: Yeah, that's really a hard thing to cope with because, obviously, you don't want to let your past affect your future too much. But the mental health and well-being that's associated with it can just bring back some really traumatizing memories so yeah
1: and I mean the term baby itself I just can't see it without a straight face like it just triggers some kind of emotion right
0: but I'm sure when you get to that point in your life you'll have different associations with the word baby and all of those types of things have any of your siblings had children
1: uh, yes, my elder brothers,
0: uh both of them, they have two kids each.
1: Oh. and I love kids. We love kids. Like in my family, we just adore kids. Yeah. Um and my twin is currently pregnant. Oh exciting. Yes, yes. So uh, yeah, a lot now of people. Now it's kids your are... turn to buy it. <laughs> <money. laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now is the time. <laughs> so good. And they're are they all back in India or are they all over the world? Uh, they
1: all scatter around. I mean my brothers are back in India, mm-hmm. but my twin's not in India, she's in London. Okay. Okay,
0: cool, cool. So, do you think you would ever go back to living in India? What's What's the long-term plan? Do you want to go back there?
1: Um, I mean, I I wish to stay back here in Brisbane because I love the environment. So, yeah. I don't think I'll be going back to India. I think I need to start my life here.
0: Yeah, and your parents are in India, though? Yes. So, yeah. you go back to visit them sometimes? Obviously, yes. not throughout COVID, but... Yeah,
1: I mean, um, the plan was to visit them once in a year, mm-hmm. but COVID happened, but I hope... Hopefully next year. Yeah, how long has it
0: been since you've seen them?
1: Four years now. Wow,
0: that's really, really... I mean, no,
1: not technically four years. I mean, one year, one and a half year of not seeing them, but not living with them
0: has been like over four years. Over four years, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your opinions. I'm so glad that we have real stories and real people on here to share and give give their truths because it's it's hard to find real real people sharing how it's actually genuinely impacted them on the internet thank
1: you for having me and i hope any 16 year old girl listening to this she will make the same choice and decision after this
0: yeah of course well thank you so much thank you wow how great was that interview we're so lucky to have such amazing guests on this show Varuni is so wise and she just brings a smile to anyone's face. Make sure you tune in to the next episode with quite a contrasting experience to Varuni. We'll have Lucy on the show and she has a really great story and a really, really great experience with abortion. So, Listen out and follow us on Instagram for a more up-to-date view on our podcast and you'll be able to see when we've posted on there too. You can follow us at Abortion Chats Podcast. We'll see you on the Instagram and hopefully next episode. Thanks for watching. Have a great week.